0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. I'm excited that you've decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a huge shout-out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, it is it is run by a basketball coach for basketball coaches. If you're looking to win more games and save time, teachhoops.com is your answer. Come over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about three mistakes um, that coaches make that I have kind of observed over time. That I think coaches make at practice or when they're teaching or when they're in the classroom or the video session or whatever. Um, I think these are just three set three specific things, um, that, that coaches make mistakes on. Um, if there are any other ones, I'd love to hear about them in the comments down below. Um, but these are the, these are the three big ones that I think coaches or basketball coaches make mistakes, um, during practice. Let's just say during practice. First of all is the the lack of max reps. And what do I mean by the lack of maximum reps? What I mean by that is, and this is from someone that's coached at every level and coached at the youth level and all those kind of things, but you do not want people, especially when you're working on skill development, when you're working on training, when you're working on becoming better at a skill, you want as many reps as possible. So math teacher and me, if I'm teaching someone um, their multiplication tables, I, I want reps. I want them to practice their multiplication tables. So it becomes second nature to them. I don't want them watching other people doing their multiplication tables. I want them to do them on their own. And I think that's an important thing. And I think Sometimes coaches slash teachers lose that at practice and they have people standing around. So you have to be creative. You have to find ways that they're not. Now, obviously, if you're scrimmaging or you're doing 11-man drill or you're doing something like that and you have 15 kids, you should be 11 people in the drill. But when you're working on training, when you're working on those things, you do not want standing around. Anyone that has coached a 7th grade or 7-year-old basketball team will know that if they if there's any standing that you're not you're, first of all they're going to lose their attention but they're also not getting the reps okay the difference between your expertise in three reps and 30 reps is I, is probably exponential so you want to make sure that you're giving both the the instruction but then you're giving them the reps and the chance to practice you have to be able to give them the chance to practice to become better at the skill That's the first thing. All right. Second thing. And I won't name this person, but I had, um, uh, a a fellow coach that I used to watch would literally start practice and spend 20 minutes talking to his team. I'm not, I, I mean, I can't make that up. Um, we, we as coaches do too much talking. Um, they should be talking. They should be creating. They should be doing those things, not you. So too much talking. So I I challenge you to take a week of practice to figure out how much of that practice you are talking and how much they are talking or they're communicating or they're doing. So I think the first the first big mistake is we don't get enough reps. The second biggest mistake is we talk too much. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I've I've got podcast. I've got five podcasts. I like, obviously like to talk, um, but that we, you're going to lose them is what I'm saying. And we have to. You know, you're probably never going to get perfect on the amount of talk, but you have to get better at the amount of talk. So less is more is what I'm going to tell you. And the third thing is, and this has been the hardest one for me. So I've gotten. I think I've gotten much better at talking less. And I think I've gotten much better at reps. The third thing is the hardest one for me. And that's stopping drills too often and not letting the flow. Now we have, we have what we call the red switch, where if you're seeing, you know, seeing the same mistake happening with how they're closing out or their feet and, 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 you know, maybe you're doing five on five and the same kids are doing, you know, four of the five kids are doing the same thing. That's a critical stop. That's like the that's like the, the red switch you got to switch so the the nuclear reactor doesn't blow up. But for the most part, you gotta let them flow through stopping to correct one and not the other nine, unless it's a you know a fatal mistake. We tend to hold it. And this is where I'll grab grab my assistance. I'll sub someone out, you know. I'll walk over and say, Hey, John was doing this, blah, blah, blah. Then one of my assistants will, as soon as as soon as that rep is done, he'll go grab that that one student athlete, and then we'll throw the other, throw somebody in for him, and we'll be able to teach them and can maybe show them and maybe it's a footwork thing, maybe it's um, an angle thing, whatever they're doing improperly, we'll be able to correct it and help them at the time, Um, but we but it won't slow down the other nine, it won't. You know, criticize in front of others. All of those things I think are really important. So, three big things I think you can do as a coach that you can change tomorrow to make yourself a better basketball coach at practice. Whatever you're doing is more reps, less talking, and don't and and less stopping of practice and stopping of drills. I think if you do those three things, um, your practices are going to be more effective. Your players are going to be more engaged, and it will be better for all of you. Sports Social Podcast Network.